This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor of Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solano McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. All right, we got through a new intro, another yeah. intro. Another, <laughs> another okay. intro. Perfect intro, we're ready for the show. You always say, and with me today is, as if it's going to change. It could. Well, it could. Remember one time Nick Hughes said he was That's off. right. That is That's true. Right. We That's had, right. We've had so that total one time, of one 20, guest star. 25 episodes ago. Um, and it could happen. It could happen. This is 48, I think, by the way. Whoa. 48. We're coming up on one full year That's of crazy. doing this podcast. And people are still seeming to enjoy it. Yeah. More so. now than ever. So we had an idea, but for we don't this. know how to say it. Right? It's it's a weird. It's something that I feel like everyone, as we begin to explain it, I, I think that everyone will have a moment where they go, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I get, I I know what you're talking about. But I don't. I personally don't know how to explain it in in easy, simple terms. Maya does. It's her idea. <laughs> I'll try. I'll take a stab at it. It's, it was totally a vague idea that kind of came to me. That's something that I think about, um, kind of based on the idea of like faking it till you make it. Oh. Um, okay. I don't know because I think about a lot like when we're studying specifically like weapons forms, either Boken or Joe. Um, we're doing Boken right now, so I've been thinking about that a lot. Like <clears throat> when you're practicing a form with some with someone else. Um, and you know, you know what's coming, you know, and yeah. so you can go through the motions, but not really um, be present at all, you know. And so trying to practice being present and being and understanding what's happening in the form, like, I feel like a lot of the times, like, I think about it kind of like acting mm-hmm. because we don't spar live with the boken, like, um, all you don't spar live, yeah. right? Uh, well, okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We. Oh, you guys, we. whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you're um, including yourself, then yes, the we make the royal we. Yeah, the royal we. We. Um, okay. Um, well, in most classes, generally we don't sure. do that. Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, so, like, kind of, I, I think think about myself like, I feel like I'm kind of like acting, you know. Sure. And I don't I don't mean that, and like I'm not being true to myself or something, oh, but like. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of that situation that I understand is happening with the form. So, uh, you know, this person, Uke Nagashes, and I, and I, you know, I'm surprised. And so I have to kind of jump back and, and time and cut them, you know. And so, like, uh, putting myself into that mental space of being surprised every time, right, right. even though I know it's coming. So I'm not really surprised. So um, this is, I yeah. think this is part of the, one of the, the, the problems with, like, a, a forms-based training system is that yeah. like and this is where i think people come up with this part of the whole like is aikido real kind of yeah. sentiment well and so was, i i was kind of thinking from this this thing of yeah. like you know what's happening so it is easy to just fake it yeah. right right to just go through the motions of what's happening instead of being true to the intent of what is happening right um, and I think that's what, and, and I think that's a, a lot of what you see when you see demonstrations or you see videos or stuff is people um, playing to the thing instead right. of actually doing the thing, because in a lot of situations, doing the thing isn't going to look all that impressive.
impressive or um, beautiful or whatever. And then as I'm saying that, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, no, actually, it maybe will. So here's an example. I think kind of like what you're talking about. I uh, <clears throat> I follow a lot of uh, yoga people on Instagram, right? Um, and they, they always have all these awesome pictures, right? Like them doing a freaking handstand on a rock in the middle of nowhere, right? So awesome. And uh, I like to look at those pictures. They're really cool. And so they're, they're people that I regularly look at their stuff. And I'm like, wow, man, they, they put up a lot of great pictures. The other day, one of them put up a video of them doing yoga. And it looks like a person doing yoga. Like it looks like them struggling and breathing hard and sometimes missing a pose and falling down. And this is a person who's very capable of doing beautiful yoga. But when they're pushing themselves in a regular practice, it doesn't look like this beautiful orchestrated thing. Uh-huh. And so same thing is true of Aikido. You know, like when you're doing Aikido live, when you're doing real Rondori, it doesn't look pretty at all. It doesn't look very interesting. It looks like one person scrambling to keep multiple people from getting them, right? Like, so that's what it looks like. Um, and and so, of course, for a demo, it is orchestrated. Yeah, and I think that's a separate thing. Um, but I don't know. One of the things that I was thinking about is, like, I, I just – that's a thing that I think about with acting is, like, <clears throat> I think there is some strength in, um, you know, so we're using the metaphor of acting. Like, when you're learning – you know, you're, you're, you are cast in a role that maybe is outside of your normal personality or the normal range of experiences that you've had. You're playing someone that is experiencing something that you've never experienced in your life. And you're trying to put I.e. being attacked right. by someone. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Right, yeah. right, exactly. And so, like, in that, you're maybe uh, – you're having to expand your own understanding of that experience – um, via like putting yourself in in those shoes and maybe never really actually having experienced that that true thing. You know, if you're if you're in a play or something, you know, maybe you're you know you're you're losing your mother, but you've never you know really had that feeling. But you're 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 trying to understand more closely what that would be like when you're trying to act as that. And um, I think there's some strength into that, like stretching yourself right. beyond what you've ever experienced before. And I think so. I think in Aikido we do that and I think that that in some instances is, is a is a good thing because it pushes people out of maybe what they would be feeling on the mat training day to day like you know yeah, I'm not surprised because I'm doing this form and I, I know this form so like it's like yeah but, but but be surprised anyway but in other ways like we tend to act in situations where no you we want real genuine responses and we tend to just fall for things that we shouldn't be falling for or you know, whatever, right. you know, being being over the top with stuff that we don't need to be over the top for, like, I don't know, it, I think there's there's uh, strengths and weaknesses to well, approaching I, I, it from that I think that the real way. problem is, uh, there are strengths and weaknesses, I think the people don't, most people don't realize <clears throat> when they're doing it one way or the other, you know, so yeah. I think... They're not aware. They don't. They might be acting and not not even uh, being aware of it, you know, or or not, and, and you know, because I think for form training, and I I don't know if I'm using the word acting, but you definitely have to sort of uh, project something that's not happening, because, like I said, you, you we know the outcome of the form, so I know the next move, next move, next move that's going to be made. So if I wanted to, I could just jump to the end because we all know the the form and we can make it work so yeah you have to be like projecting 
you know, every time, oh my god, this guy's gonna come and get me, and in this form, I'm, he has me scared and back on my heels, or whatever. Right. When that might not be, so it's easy enough to just do the moves without having the, the feeling The feeling, inside. Yeah. right, the exactly inside. right. Um, and I think that is a disservice. So in some ways I, I agree that like, yes, you have to be able to cultivate some sort of uh, emotional something that might not exist uh, there, right? Because the dude doesn't really want to kill you. Kill you. Right. But you need to have that sort of uh, liveliness to it. Um, on the flip side, and if you don't, your training will be just, it won't be, it won't be real, right? Right. I mean, um, but on the flip side, I also think, yeah, you can take it too far um, to where everything becomes this big, epic this thing, big, right? Uh, acting. There's a lot of that, going uh, on, and you know. and it doesn't need to be. There's a there's a ton of stuff to address in this, and like when Maya first suggested the idea, I was like, oh, I, I felt, I still feel overwhelmed with talking about what this is um, to people. So. One thing that kind of coming along with this line is I, I remember hearing uh, really good martial artists that I respect say that uh, at a certain point they felt when they watched someone else do stuff, they felt themselves doing it also. And I, I didn't know what that meant. Um, but as time's gone on, I have that same ability. And it's like I can watch someone go through a series of movements and I feel how those movements feel. It's more than just watching it and remembering it. I just feel them because I've been through very similar movements in my life. And this internal feeling is what's like kind of training your your neuromuscular system, right? So, um, it, you know, they did the study, and this is kind of an aside, but they did this study years ago. Um, they took three groups, um, uh, and they were trying to test performance in basketball. Uh, one group practiced basketball, um, I think it was like an hour every day for two months or something. Uh, one group was the complete control. They did nothing to do with basketball the whole time. And then another group was told to just think about basketball intensely and picture themselves playing basketball. Um, and then they measured improvements in everyone's shooting and how they played and defense and all, all this stuff. Um, and they found that the group that just thought about it actually had improved at basketball. And, and like when I heard the study, I was like, oh, yeah, because a lot of times I feel like I can improve at Aikido just by watching it and thinking about it because it's not just watching it anymore. It's it's internalized. Like, my, my body can feel how I'm moving. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think this acting thing, you know, whatever you want to call it, I'm putting it in quotes, yeah. right, uh -huh. um, is like a component of that where you're allowing yourself to feel the shock of missing that technique or not escaping when you were supposed to escape. Like, you know, if you understand the Aikido forms, Aikido forms are full of attempt, fail, attempt, fail, attempt, fail. And if you're just going through the forms like one, two, three, four, you're not getting it. You have to go through the forms and feel, I failed there. Yeah. Now what do I do? Yeah. I think that like, you know, that initial surprise when something, your initial thing doesn't work out. Like, I think that's a, when people are just doing the forms, um, just kind of like, meh, okay, I did a triangle. What's next? Okay, now I'm doing shiunage or whatever the hell it is. Um, and it's like, no, like that didn't work. I am surprised and I want to like, I don't know. I really like on those initial things is not, that's not a throwaway. Like it should right. never be a throwaway. And so like that needs to be, I need to put almost my all into it. You know, I need to, you know, almost break free, but not like right. push it right to that line because that makes it as quote unquote real as it could be in that 
training scenario. Right. I guess this brings up another thing for me that I was thinking about when you were talking right now, um, which is like uh, talking about real and not real is so difficult. Yeah. And like, like everything's in, real in training. There are different things that you're training in different kinds of training in different situations. And like, you know, so like people with knives, knife training, for example, they're always going to say, oh, but like, unless you're training with a real knife, then it's not real, you know, right. unless you're the guy's not, you know, jackknifing, jackhammering you with the knife, it's not really knife training, right. you know, unless you're not in the dark, then you're not really, you know, like, right, right, there's always a continuum, keep, yeah. yeah, going up that ladder, you know, and so it's like on, at some point you got to go, all right, like, we got to make some concessions for whatever, safety, for reasonability, right. reasonable things. And go like, okay, it's not going to be perfect real to life, but what can we still get from it in this controlled circumstance, you yeah. know? I got to talk around that for one second. Um, so, so you know, I remember I used to feel this way about sword fighting. I was like, oh, you know, no one knows how to sword fight now. And I still really do believe that on a very elementary level. No one knows how to sword fight because no, no one, one sword, sword fight, fights right. anymore, right? So no one takes lives, right. steal, and fight. Yes. No one's been cut up and had to like, yeah and, and so actually that there is a little untrue there. because in the HEMA community there are some crazy Germans and other people who are doing some live steel fighting but that aside most normal people who don't want to take the risks I certainly don't want to take the risks of live steel fighting all the time uh, and so like I, I really see how like that is a terrible dangerous thing and so you hit it from different angles we use wood for these things we use steel for these things we use you know and we, we get different elements so ideally we can make a composite of what that is and i think one element of that is what we're getting at in this podcast which is um to try and feel the feelings and have your your nervous system react to it as if it were real right. and I, I was talking i was teaching a class earlier today and i was thinking about this because we talked about it yesterday a little bit and um i was talking to them and, and they were going through the form and I was trying to get them to put more life in the form and I said, you know, bad acting looks like one person saying their lines and then the next person saying their lines and then this person again saying their lines and there's no connection between the two people. Right. Good acting looks like someone feeling what's happening in their dialogue. And in then, the moment. Right. Every moment. Exactly right. And the other person's responding genuinely as if it's them. And that's what an amazing actor does. They feel it. And so because they feel it, we register that. Like when we watch them, we go, oh, oh, shit, that's happening for them, you know? Um, and that's the difference between good acting and bad acting. Now, the outside view of it's not what's important for what we're talking about because who cares if we look good or don't look good. But what is important is that we feel what it's like to miss or we feel what it's like to hit or we feel what it's like to be hit. And that's what, that's what I think I'm trying to get at is it's like it's that emotional aspect of the acting, right. putting yourself in those emotional shoes and running yourself through it every time, trying to make it as live, as in live emotions as you possibly can. And even if you're not really feeling scared or surprised right. or, or, you know, whatever, angry, like put yourself in like, this is me being aggressive. Like I'm, you know, and it's that, that intent right. thing. And that's you both know? sides to what you're saying, you know. Uh -huh. So the uke has to be, uh, un like has to have that as well because if he's not really attacking, then there's no need to defend, right. you know. Like right, and, right. I, and you can't um, have that that same. Yeah, I think so. If I haven't mentioned it yet, we're at Denny's. Yeah, we are. <laughs> that was that was the, with the silence for a second. Yeah. There. So you know that feeling thing. I mean, I think some of that has to come from pushing yourself into those scary situations. So I remember back in the day we would be training uh, Shomenuchi, the, the Shomenuchi uh, uh, 
or the Yoko Minucci entry, uh, direct entry, and uh, we would train it with a, uh, a, a, a club that was padded, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, and it was a vastly different thing when you would come in to actually hit us. Right. As opposed to, um, I know what's going to happen. Right. Uh, the form is happening. I, I can move in every time. Suddenly, when you just are standing there and then come to get me with real intent, um, I'm getting bruises up and down right. my arms because I'm doing stupid stuff. Right. Having done that long enough, and I think also going back, I think we've, in any, at least all of us and probably anyone who's done um, some sort of forms training that, that involves timing, the, the shaky feet. You know, when oh, yeah. you're waiting for them to move and they're waiting for you to move and, and get jittery and start leaning sideways. It takes a little yeah. step. Right. Like, the more you do these things, the more you can kind of calm those things, but right. also the more you tap into that. And so, I also think you have to do that sort of training in order to understand, in order to be able to act, you know? Because right. yeah. you can't just pull that out of anywhere. You right. know, you, I can't just be like, Maybe. all right, now I'm going to be scared if I haven't ever been in that situation you know if you've never had someone swing anything a, a pool noodle at you hard you are not you don't understand that situation right right and that's you know part of the you know when Maya suggested this topic part of the reservation I had because uh, I spent time sparring and doing live training and and getting hit with things um, and so Part of what feeds my understanding is because I actually have had it happen. And so because I've had it happen, um, in my mind, I know what that feels like. I know what my reactions are to it. And you I have can experiences work with that. to draw on. Right, exactly. I have experience. Yeah, so just like, and this is a good analogy, like with the acting thing, you know, if, if you've never lost someone in your family, um, it's really hard to imagine losing your mother. And so like, if, you know, if you had to do an acting scene, it's hard to maybe get in that mindset. Now, that's not to say that you couldn't because, you know, maybe you've lost a dog or everyone's lost yeah, something you, that they yeah, care about. But you have to really try hard to draw on that. And that's what you should be doing in your forms training is you should be trying to draw on the experiences you should or that you have had in order to feel those again. I think that's, I mean, on the, well, so that's why people are harping now so much on live training is they feel like we haven't had that aspect. And so no one actually knows what that's like. And so then they're forms become all the more kind of meh, right. dead, you right. know, because right. they don't... All the more dead is all the exactly dead. the way to say it. Yeah. And you know, like, yeah, I really would like to, you know, hit... We're big advocates of live training. We like to do live training. It's important and essential and you can't get away without doing it. But forms training has a lot of benefits that are awesome. Yeah. It's part of... It's a puzzle piece in that... Right. In that uh, puzzle. And they... <laughs> and, and they inform each other yeah um but I, and and i do think you have to do one you have to do them both and again this goes back to what we were talking about like some people maybe don't even know that they're acting or not acting yeah if you've never done uh live training you can do forms and think that you're that's how it would really that, be that's actually how you're playing out that that, yeah. you're, that you're not acting right um but you but you are you know right, right. I mean, and, and it's and like I think people that's part saying. Of the problem is that people just right. don't know. They don't know. Um, they maybe don't even know what feeling they're supposed to have. You know, I'm raising up to cut you with the sword now, and you're moving in, and these things happen out of context. And maybe some like intellectual level, you're like, he would be cutting me. But unless you really had someone try to cut you there, even with 
you know, uh, a Shania, anything right. that doesn't You've have to be a You've had something swung at you. You don't know, you know, yeah. until you've had someone, like, yell right. And that's why I think, like, the key eyes and those things are really nice because they they help to put you in that, you know, mm-hmm. when someone, hi, and yeah. it's shocking. You don't, like, I mean, it's kind of like someone saying you don't understand, like, you really don't understand until you do, you know? I mean, it's like someone watching someone try and act a scene about losing their mother, to use that same uh, example, like, that this person acting has never really lost their mother, so they're doing their best to try and act that. And they, you're right. They and might someone have watching, some kind of... Right, and they're doing their best, but the person w- watching the scene that has actually had that experience is going, no, dude, like, you don't you don't get how, like, how complex that is, right. what's really going on. And you also do sometimes see in movies where uh, someone will have some amazing acting performance, and then people later will be like, oh, so you really lost your mother or whatever. Like, oh, no, that's no, never happened right, to me. Right, right. But they can understand what it's like to feel lost. They can break it down to, you know, like, you know, you've never had anyone try to cut you with a sword, probably. Um, but have you ever had a dog come to bite your face, right? right? Like, right. have you ever almost got hit by another car? Right, right. That feeling is the same where it's like you have this, like, that might kill me right now, you know? And right. we've probably all had a yeah, few we've close all had calls. Those yeah. And so if you can recall how that feels, you can start to kind of extrapolate, like, oh, how that would feel. And so, again, I, I really feel like I need to hit this a lot. Like, we're not saying that forms can ever replace life training, but form training can be enhanced by understanding how live things feel. Right, right. And I think, too, like, in life training as well, you can still, uh, you know, depending on what live, what you call live training, let's say, like, you know, rolling in Brazilian jiu-jitsu or whatever, you know, like using that as an example of quote-unquote live training. Um, Like, you can still be kind of dead in that live training. Like, you know, people harp on being present and stuff, but I I feel like it can't be said enough that, like, you know, it's easy for to become complacent in that, you know? And, like, even though it's a more live situation, you can still kind of just sit back and chill out and, like, be like, oh, I've done this before, so, like, not really it's like it it no longer challenges you and so then you no longer feel those feelings that you would be feeling in a a situation that is scaring you or making you angry or whatever you know and so it's like how live is it really if it's you know live training quote unquote if you're so comfortable with it that it's not making you feel those same things right exactly right you know you see that a lot like you know uh i see that when we do say knife training and people become complacent and they start gaming the knife training you need to treat that wooden knife or training knife as if it were a sharp knife. And how would you react to it? You know, because if someone's swinging at you, you're not going to casually just step in and try and grab. You know, like it's it's a different right. different activity going on. And so, in live training, you've got to also use that same kind of and acting. It's interesting, um, not so much anymore, but in in the past when we were training. Uh, every step up that we would take so we would be training like uh, you know with a pool noodle and then with a glove and then eventually we were broken spine whatever it was every step up you would get at some point complete like you would get complacent and be like eh, it's a pool noodle it doesn't hurt I just I'll, I'll go in and he'll right. hit me all sorts in my arms who you cares know? but the minute that becomes a club and I don't know that when mm-hmm. he hits me in my arms it's gonna be okay I freak out in my head right you know um, the minute that it goes from a, a club to a bokan and I'm like, uh, if I don't get out of the way of this, I'm going to get hurt, I, I freak out in my head, you know. So. Bokan sparring is funny to see because uh, this, the first time everyone got hit, 
they suddenly became a lot more careful about what's happening because <laughs> Boken hits you in the arm, it hurts, you know, like, and you realize, oh, this could break my bones. Like, if it hit me right, it will break even me. With, yeah. uh, even with, you know, gear on, as, yeah. as protected as we were, yeah, it was very quickly, uh, we real and, and, uh, and so it did not look like um, fast, crazy stuff because we knew you guys are all careful. It was very uh, dangerous. And then I do. I remember when we went to Chennai, then it sort of kind of switched back kind of right, quickly, right. you know, because we realized oh, I can take like, these ah, shots. Not, yeah. you know. So I think it's a really like astute thing to like talk about that 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 um, kind of moving up through like the intensity and and as soon as people kind of start to get complacent and like, oh, okay, this is easy, whatever, I'm comfortable now, bumping it up. Or just honestly, like, just switching the drills and the things that you're doing. I think that variety, like, just challenges us as humans. And I think that's right. part of, like, I don't know. Um, we just get too comfortable in any one position too much, you as, know? As reasonable humans, that's the sacrifice we have to make for training. So, like, if we, if we go back to the acting analogy, you know, there's method actors. And crazy method actors do that, you know, like yeah, they like, lose at that. Uh, they go shoot heroin. Pounds. They yeah, go, like, you know, exactly. yeah, yeah, they yeah, shoot yeah. heroin, or they, you know, like oh, we got to wrestle alligators, so they go wrestle alligators, right, right. or you know, like yeah. because they want to get so close to it, so they can really represent that, and and that's kind of what we're talking about being able to get to. But at the same time, it's like, do you want to spend how much of your time do you want to spend fighting with live steel because it's right. dangerous, you know, like. Fighting hard with sticks really taught me. It's like if I make a mistake here, right. that might be with me for the rest of my life. Right. And there's a good chance you're gonna make a mistake because yeah. that's just yeah, what that's happens. just the way it is. You know? Well, and honestly, like it, it works better with that constant kind of changing of variety and and having uh, different things that you never say on something for too too long in terms of like drills or styles of training. You know, and that's the I think the benefit of having forms training and live training and you know these different kind of methods. Um, you know, I mean, it's just like, we're not like, if you let a human sit in one position all day at work, like they probably will just cause they're just like, oh yeah, it's comfortable, whatever. And then they complain, oh, my back hurts. Why does, why is my back so tight? It's like, yeah, cause you've been sitting for eight hours all day and that's what you do every day, five days a week, you know? And it's like, we are, we're not, we're best made for constant like ups and downs and sitting and stretching and moving in weird positions. But if you let us, we'll just kind of get complacent with stuff. I remember know? I was sitting around shooting the shit uh, with some guys uh, after class once, and my teacher said, I think I'm the only teacher who's never trained the Navy SEALs. And we all kind of laughed, and we're like, what? And he's like, he's like, everyone I know has trained the Navy SEALs but me. And uh, uh, we're all kind of giggling, and and, uh, and he's like, but I don't get it because it's not like a, a real honor thing because the Navy SEALs just have anyone. He's like, they'll have weird Taekwondo guys, they'll have, you know, stuff that maybe has nothing to do with them. They'll train with those guys. And it's like, so why why are they doing that? And then uh, another guy who had been in the military said, oh, yeah, the, um, uh, what they want to do is just keep them active with their mind working on different things all the time. So it doesn't really matter that, like, the Taekwondo, sport Taekwondo is something they're never going to use as Navy SEALs. It's just they're, they're, they're seeing different ways to solve problems and, and working at it from different huh. angles. And so, like, that's kind of, I think, what you're getting at, which is, like, it's not really important that you, you do the most severe thing you can do. It's that you're always changing to different angles to kind of keep yourself alive and, and, and moving. And the truth is, and this gets back to the acting thing, you can do that in forms training every single time you do it if you're good. Right. You know, it's, it's O-sensei doing Ikkyo a bazillion times and saying, no, it's a different, it's a different technique every time. Right. Because it is. So, like, if you have the mindset for it, you can do that. 
it just takes having the mindset for it. it and takes that's a lot really of difficult. I mean, that's yeah. the difficult right. thing is to be, you know, every time you're going in a form, you're doing Ikkyo, to every time take it as its own unique thing that's happening at this moment. And I think that's one of the hard things is that we all want to, whether we want to or not, get complacent about it, and we just do the technique and then we're done. Right. And that's when it becomes bullshit right. and dead and kind of not worth going through, you know. I remember I was uh, hanging out with a buddy of mine who boxes, and uh, uh, we were watching uh, this Taekwondo form, and uh, he was saying, oh, that's stupid. And and I was like, oh, it's not stupid. And he's like, well, really, when is she ever going to use that, referring to the, the lady who was doing the form? And, uh, and I was like, do you see the fierceness and presence she has? If someone thought about doing her harm and she could respond to them with that fierceness that she's projecting right now, they would probably think twice, you know? And so it's like it's, it's about more than just the, the end result of the sparring session or the whatever. Like there is more to martial arts training, and, and classical martial arts has this, and I think it's really great. I think it's a beautiful aspect and of it. And also I think Aikido has this uh, because – if you do it, it's there. The answer it's built in. Koku Musubi Iwata is on Shin. So if you have those things and you're really mindful of those, the whole step through in your forms, you will get all of the stuff that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So needless to say, I feel like acting's probably not the right term to use it's for probably it. Probably as close as you're gonna get. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what else to call it either. I've often said that I think um, acting drills and exercises. You know, I did drama when I was a kid. I think they're fantastic. Oh, they do some cool stuff. Um, yeah. Because they yeah, really yeah. make you emote and like feel things and like uh, go. Th- yeah. No, there's a lot of good acting drills uh, that test your mind. You know, there's that zip zang, zip bang. Zip zap zap. There you go. Zip zap oh, zap. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, the drama I love that I knew what out. you were talking about. But no, there's these, <laughs> and, and, and actually it's really interesting. So I went to an improv class, um, and I left thinking, this is Aikido. Like, it's just, it's everything that he's talking about and the way that, that they are describing the things that you're doing. It's it's Aikido. So. What's our time like? Was that a quick one? Is this it's a quick very one? quick. It's 30 minutes. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I, I also, I guess Josh just cut us off, folks. No, I didn't cut hey, us off. Hey, so what's our time? So. <laughs> Are we done yet? <laughs> There's a moment in every podcast where we kind of like that. Right, I we've, feel like we've, we've come that. to a circle. I we probably have at this point. Into it. Um, we don't have the thing, so we can tell about how awesome all of our patrons and whatnot are, do we? Our, our patrons are awesome. Our, yeah, they are. We don't have our device. No. To but we did get a message back from Sam, I saw. Uh, yes. Uh, on the last podcast, he, uh-huh. he seemed to really have enjoyed it. Yes, yeah, so, so if you would like to hear your uh, topic talked about on Aikido Discussed, please send it to us via Facebook or something like that. Yeah, and we can definitely absolutely. We'll, yeah, we'll talk. We'll get, we'll get to it. What? I bet Do you I have more? Do you no, have more? No, 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 no. Because no. if you have more, we no. can go <laughs> Like I probably late. do. I'll probably think of something as I soon know. as we turn that's, the microphones off. That's 100%. Off and then that's going to happen. I mean, so my, my thing with this uh, episode, like, I think it's a good subject. I just don't feel like I have a command enough of it to really say what I think it is. You know? Right. Like, it's like, I mean, I feel like we're just kind of spitballing. And so, well, no. No, I mean, I think that's good, though. Like, it's, it's – because uh, I think that we do spend a lot, a lot of time in Aikido um, not, like – like acting, I, I wouldn't say it's it's at all disingenuous, but like putting ourselves in in uh, 
having experiences that maybe we're not our, our feelings don't align with. Yeah. You know, our our true our true inner selves aren't matching what it is we're doing with our bodies and like we are trying to align those things whether or not that's how we really feel or that's the mode we're in right now or you know like if trying you're to a regular office worker and you just go to the office every day and then you come home and eat your tv dinner and you you know like it, you have no thrill and excitement no danger in your life um going to a dojo is a time to try and get those feelings out like you know to kind of act and experience that and like what would it be like if someone swung a stick at me what would it be like if i had to hit someone what would it you know so it, it is a way, if your your life doesn't normally allow for it, for you to kind of go through a range of emotions that maybe emotions that you normally wouldn't have, a lot of feelings that you maybe yeah. normally wouldn't have. Yeah. I think it's all like, I mean, it's not black and white as to whether someone's like, you know, like not feeling whatever it is they're supposed to be feeling in, in whatever we're doing. You know, it's like if you're supposed to be surprised and you're not, it's like I think it's much more kind sure. of shades of gray than that like i don't know i was just thinking about like intent you know how we say like have intent you know with this attack you want to have a really you know direct intent um or you know you want to be like you know you want to be projecting like something very harsh like it might be hard for someone to really ever mean their partner ill will in training you know right, and they will right. try to muster up as harsh an intent as they possibly can, but you're never gonna really gonna. I'm never right, gonna. You don't. I'm never gonna yoke him in at Josh with the intent to kill because I would never want to kill. Right? Like so. Like you could call that disingenuous because it's like I'm not truly giving that intent right. that someone who meant Josh harm would. But at the same time, it's like okay, how close do we want to get to this real idea? Well, and I and you I know? know that I have in class. I mean, when I am on, I'm on, and and the attack is real now. That I, it's kind of devoid of emotion in a lot of ways. In that, like, um, I'm not thinking I want to kill Maya <laughs> as I'm doing this, but I want to hit whatever's in front of me. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and I think the other thing about this that's interesting is look, I think that we have all probably experienced uh, a situation where we have seen some Aikido and thought, oh, that's that acting. Tapping guy, right, 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 right. You know, <laughs> dancing on my, on my, you know, tippy toes because I'm, that, 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 I think there's, there's some of that built in, um, especially for demonstration purposes and, and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, that's the kind of the flip side that I was kind of thinking about. This is where's the, the limit to that? Like, what's the usefulness of, of acting, and what is also the like, where it's it becomes ridiculous? Yeah. 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 Like, oh my, he threw me across the room. Right. There's like, a lot of that in Aikido. Like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, oh, I felt your key from across the room, you know, like, and this is another thing why, uh, you know, this is a hard subject for me maybe to talk that, about yeah. because maybe that's a legitimate thing that people are feeling, you know, like, uh, it's probably not. Um, <laughs> well, no, I remember there's that, that internal power guy that does weird stuff and I, and I watch it and it's just like. I can't believe that it is not these those people just acting. Like I can't, you know, <laughs> right? And Chris is making a face because he's going, and, and I, 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 I get it, you know. So I don't want to talk shit on anyone's Aikido, but there's a lot of overacting in Aikido, also. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. D different kind of acting, I think. And I think like, that goes back like to what you said. Like the soccer playing kind of acting. Right. When you, right. Uh, oh, when you lay down, you hug your knee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I broke it. Like, right. Right. Um, 
it goes back to what you said about um, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> 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 My mind just went bloop. Out. All right, so that is clearly a sign <laughs> that we're done with this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so we thank our patrons, even though we we don't have the thing to pull up their names, but you know who you are. I'm sure the listeners could go over the names right now: Grant Templin, Urbano. Money Kuna, Rob Kitson, Rob Kitson. I, I was afraid of doing this because if we leave someone out, I'm gonna feel really yeah, bad. Yeah, no, well, there's there's at least yeah, eight of them, and yeah. you know who you are, and, and sorry, we, yeah. and thank you, <laughs> and we appreciate you. And uh, also to uh, Callie, is it Callie? The Callie, game? yeah. Oh, Callie, yeah. Oh, we Callie. gotta say on Halloween. Halloween night, we're gonna go. We're to gonna go Outback to Outback. Steakhouse. We're going to have a Halloween party had, at Outback. We've had a ridiculous couple weeks. We haven't been able to get to Outback, but we're doing it. Because see it. And then we're going to podcast there, and and you yeah. will know that we're enjoying well, uh, yeah, so, your gift. So Callie sent us like a super nice gift card that was probably just, uh, more generous than, than I know deserve, what to do. Definitely. Yeah, than we deserve. Than we deserve. So, so oh, like this is more than ten dollars, folks. You know that we didn't just want to roll up to Outback at like nine p.m. after class and not really appreciate right, right. the full benefit right. of that. And so we want to go with some time and, and hang out and enjoy and get a dessert. And so thank you for your patience, Kelly. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. Thanks guys.